What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn with Rolo Sadiana and your stop for all things pop where we talk about all things pop culture from here in the Philippines to the rest of the globe. Welcome back everyone and uh, this is another week of news and uh, happenings all around pop culture and marami rin magiging showbiz chica sa episode na to. Maya-maya, abangan nyo yan. Maraming mga may init na balita pag-uusapan mula sa showbiz world. But before we begin this week's show, of course, let's welcome our co-hosts for the week. Uh, welcome back, Paula. Hi! Glad to be back. Yes, with her um, jersey. And yeah. it's about to play volleyball. Kageyama uh, yeah. <laughs> jersey. Yes. Woo! And we also have Perns, our uh, resident newscaster. Newscaster! Uh, news, yes. uh, our Twitter very Correspondent. Correspondent. <laughs> yes. Hello, hello. We have all the updates from Perns every week. Not just every week, but like literally every, every as, day. As announced. Yeah. yeah. So we're happy to have him like pitch in all the news and all that. And of course, from the visual land of Dren, <laughs> welcome back, <laughs> Hello. I feel like um, the viewers on the video version would really wonder what Dren looks like, but he has a Dren on his face. It's um, funny because you can just like search my name. And <laughs> that or, is like, true. Look, or like our live episodes. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, That's true. I'm sure. But yeah, um, I'm sure one day I'll... I'll one day, um, you just have to subscribe to his Patreon account and um, wow. his, yeah. his face. Um, face reveal. And, yeah. yeah, face reveal and like stream and you, you can stream Dren's um, video, um, yes. gaming stream. Yes. Uh, but anyway, this episode is talking about different things. Um, first of all, uh, one of the things we're going to talk about this week is um, the recently concluded DC Fandom 2021, um, second round of DC Fandom. I mean, you know, well, uh, we haven't had comic conventions or Meron Man, but it's been virtual recently. And um, last year, what emerged was um, DC Fandom, which was actually, is actually one of our, I guess, uh, higher rating episodes from last year. Uh, oh, a lot of DC oh. fans on here. I guess. Hey. <laughs> now we're going to be talking about uh, the recent reveals um, from this year's um, event. Um, while it's a bit, I guess, not as big as the last year because last year was pretty like they had all those yeah, blockbusters yeah. like yeah. the Snyder Cut and the sad to say flop of Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Um, but yeah, I mean, this year, um, there's still a lot of exciting uh, news. Where do we even begin? I guess let's begin with um, the first trailer to Peacemaker, which is a spin-off of the James Gunn, The Suicide Squad, which we had an episode on, uh, if you want to listen to it also, our whole discussion that um, John Cena reprises his role as um, the Peacemaker, who is not I mean, it's arguably not uh, peacemaking, basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's basically the concept of the show, like him having a team of uh, people behind him trying to make him a better person, I guess. And um, from the looks of it, the trailer looks pretty fun. And the humor of James Gunn definitely there. And John Cena just really like 
having so much fun with this character and like a bald eagle that's pretty crazy <laughs> to me um what did you guys think of this trailer oh well first of all i didn't think i would like i just didn't see the need for i guess like a spin-off series after watching the suicide squad i guess but seeing the trailer i'm, I'm happy that it's coming out i think we all need like a good laugh every now and then and it seems to like really deliver that um yeah i don't know the characters but i'm excited to get to know them lalana si vigilante he seems yes. like a sort of deadpool-ish type of character and a very snarky magsalita and all that and john cena really leans into this type of comedic character i'm so happy to see him doing this uh, i've always known he was a funny guy since like train wreck so <laughs> it's nice that he continues that streak yeah Yeah, I agree with all of that. especially on the point of of Trainwreck. I was a big fan of Johnson in like the WWE back yeah. when I actually watched, but and then he started coming and then he came out with like The Marine which is like a horrible movie. <laughs> oh my god. Like, such a bad movie. <laughs> and then and then he comes on with Trainwreck like years later like 2016 or something yeah. and it's so good. He's so funny in it so funny. and He, yeah, I just felt like from then on, I was like, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense that like a lot of wrestlers can act because you know, like The Rock and stuff, because they're wrestlers, they act every you know yeah. every day as well. And I, I guess I just didn't expect Jonathan to really lean into the acting thing as much as he has, um, and to get into the MCU, which is which is crazy, and the, the Rocks and the DCU. Um, it, I, I also agree with Paula that like I, did, I also didn't really like why. Peacemaker, like what this guy specifically, you know, other than it's John Cena, so yeah. probably one of the bigger names in the franchise. But he, I think, also what's interesting is that I think I heard, I read somewhere rather that James Gunn said something along the lines of, uh, "Peacemaker is everything that's wrong with America," and he wants yeah. to show how he can change yeah. because he wants to show that you know America is in a really bad place because of the last president they had, and he wants to show how they can bounce back, similar to. What is going to happen, Peacemaker, in in his series? So that's really interesting. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Actually, uh, what Dren said that that pretty much showed in Peacemaker's characters, uh, Suicide Squad. It really shows, and now we get to see that even more as a series. And I guess getting having a series, it's for me. It goes back to just let James Gunn do whatever he wants. Exactly. <laughs> just spend the money, guys. Give him. <laughs> it, it's great. Nah, he has so much control. Like he wrote. He wrote all the eight episodes, and he's directing five of them. So you know, like DC understands now how much creativity this man has, and now we get to see him with this much power on a small screen. It's going to be a small screen, but the the output will be so magnificent. I I can already already feel it. Yeah, I mean, just to talk about John Cena's acting in general. I just want to mention that the randomest John Cena movie I've ever seen was him playing the dad of Fred in the Fred movie. You remember Fred, the YouTuber? Oh, like, I'm hi, like, it's Fred. Yeah, like, that's like, wait, what? Oh my, why did you watch that movie? I have no idea. You know how random I can get sometimes, and <laughs> I guess that trepan ko lang yung Fred the movie, and John Cena was his dad, and that's just pretty yeah. funny. I guess. Oh, it's good. <laughs> I guess I just want turns to... his face. <laughs> <laughs> so confused. Yes, there's an actual Fred movie. When um, you said that, I was like, "Wow, that takes me so far back." <laughs> yeah, dude, like high school. He was years. like the first YouTuber, solo YouTuber that really like broke YouTube, quote unquote, because he rose so fast. Like he surpassed like 
going to mention like some really old names here. He's the best, like Kev Jumba Smosh and Niga Higa. Like, all like just he rocketed past him to like 10 million subscribers mm-hmm. and yeah. then he just vanished. Yeah, yeah. I, wonder where, yeah. Where, where, I wonder where Fred is now. Um, he like, came out and he has his YouTube channel again. I think he's under yeah. like it's, it's under his real name now. Because when he did the Nickelodeon show, he wasn't allowed to continue YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because Ryan Higa was also offered to be in that Ninja TV series that is. Yes, yes. But yes. the condition yeah, was that he wouldn't be allowed to continue YouTube, so he declined the role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So now, yeah, he he went back to YouTube and he, uh, I think he came out. That was like one of his first videos, I think. And now he just like does vlogs and stuff, so it's really cool. Lucas. The is Fred voice still? No, no, man. No, no, it's like his normal <laughs> voice. He's like, he's not in the Fred voice. <laughs> now I want like, you know, nostalgia. Rebecca Black meets Fred in a video. Dude, annoying oh. orange. <laughs> Dude, yeah, exactly. Sino pa bang sikat nun? Oh my god, epic rap battles of history. Epic rap oh, I love epic rap. Oh I still listen. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, my gosh, what else? Oh, there's some, yeah, like Kev Jumba, AG Raphael. Like oh all the boys, boys Avenue. Boys Avenue. All of the YouTubers. Oh my god. Like Alex Good, Kurt Hugo Schneider. Sorry, I'm just going off. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 I was just saying, like, um, but even the next generation are still kind of active, like the Tyler Oakley. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. they just like settled down. I think they stopped chasing fame and just kind of started doing what they wanted to do. Yeah. Dan is not on fire, or like Daniel yeah. Howell isn't yeah, doing yeah. much that in, but like he seems to be doing well with himself. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think Ryan like retired his YouTube actually. Uh, he says he's taking a break. I'm very updated with Ryan Higa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he started. He's, like, he's, he's a Twitch. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's a yeah, Twitch yeah. streamer now. Yeah, that's yeah. what he did. RHPC and kind of broke up. Broke up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Will streams also. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Derek's like with the Jabberwockies. Sorry, nobody knows who these people are. <laughs> I know. I like <laughs> that we understand each other though. I'm so <laughs> happy. So my Gen Z na nakikinig. Exactly. Hey, who are, like, are these people? I only don't know like Ninja or Fortnite or whatever. <laughs> oh god. They know they only know like TikTokers like that. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, Whoops. that girl. Yeah, yeah, like Pewds isn't even like that famous not in yeah. the, with their NA generation. Yeah. Which is really sad. Like, number one. Yeah. It's more of a Mr. Beast. He's the new Oh like, yeah, Mr. Beast. Uh-huh. Who's, yeah, I love him by the way. He's like a really Yeah, cool, he's great. I love how this just tangentially went. Oh my god. <laughs> Their rewinds have been so bad recently. YouTube I know. Oh. I have yeah. Mm. Anyway. But anyway, <laughs> back anyway, DC, anyway. Back to DC. Um, yeah, I mean definitely, you know, what you uh, Peacemaker isn't like a big name uh in a comics book or like in the mainstream rather. Yeah, but yeah. Like you can really rely on James Gunn to put that name in a marquee and like make something out of it and make people like that thing. So and he did that with the the Suicide Squad, and I'm sure there's a lot of surprises in store on here as well. Um, and we did talk about um James Gunn again and last week, uh, when we revealed the uh, Adam Warlock, and I saw a recent photo of um. Oh. My God, he looks so <laughs> he looks good. So good. <laughs> we were like, "How does how how will Will Poulter 
be Adam Warlock. But th- with that photo, like, yes, period. Girl. <laughs> I'm sure, like, they'll really, like, parang work him out even further. I don't know. Yeah, they started no, filming sure. na yata, eh. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that will look, but you, you know. can tell like he just like gained a lot of muscle, and it yeah. helped like the yeah, jawline the... grab. It. Yeah, no, you can tell like he has like very sharp like his like face muscle are really defined. Good for him. Plus, he's really tall, so like it just accentuates everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's yeah, like he's six foot three or something. Oh my yeah. goodness, he's Mm-mm. super tall. Okay. Yeah. Can Marvel just like cast me so I can like fix my? <laughs> look at yeah no exactly there's like a there's lots of youtubers that like literally just look at like the marvel people <laughs> and just like wow transformations the regimen yeah that is super yeah. intense like i saw it's like, really yeah yeah so. and it's like borderline like they do everything short of steroids to help them <laughs> like get into shape so all of like the treatments like electroshock therapy uh, thermal stuff like uh, yeah. I'm sure the older ones get like testosterone replacement as well because you know they're, they're, they're old so yeah I feel like they, they do a lot for their actors and if it's the only thing you do for like six months right work out four hours a day for six months I'm sure you'll see a change definitely <laughs> Kumal yeah. Nanjani wow oh, oh my god that guy okay. Dude. that guy is like for me that guy is like okay wait are you, are you taking steroids <laughs> 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 ridiculous <laughs> Because that one's like major unbelievable thing transformation. That one, I think, like everybody was shocked with like Chris Pratt initially, right? Mm, yes. Like, his yeah, yeah, yeah. smile was just like, it's just the same man. <laughs> like, yeah, the boss. Yeah, pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Marvel magic, I guess. And uh, I mean, it's not just Marvel, but you really see Marvel. It's specifically in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I guess. So, um, yeah, I mean, Back to DC, then uh, let's stop talking about Marvel. Um, Peacemaker, yeah. Um, and uh, that's coming out exciting. in January. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty exciting to see how that will turn out. And um, HBO Max is putting out a lot of DC-related content, including um, Blue Beetle, the movie, um, Black Canary, the movie. I think yeah. that girl will also that's be cool. on uh, HBO Max. It's, yeah, it's the same uh, woman who's playing Black Canary as in the 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 Birds of Prey movie. Yes, the uh, same. Uh, actress. Great, great. So it's yeah. kind of like a spin-off of um, Birds of Prey. Journey Smollett, I think. Yeah. Journey Smollett, yeah. Yes. So um, there aren't a lot of details about those movies, but um, they're in development and they seem to be developing their own um, like segment. The way Disney Plus is doing for the MCU, but I guess. Um, the DCEU with um, HBO Max as well. Um, and speaking of Suicide Squad, they also oh, yeah. I think they released like a video game game. Uh, was that the game tra- gameplay trailer or uh... no? It wasn't the gameplay. It was just like another trailer, uh, uh, an extended trailer. I think I would call it from the first one, and it it was great. Um, it was you see more of the characters. Uh, King Shark again is one of my favorite like DC characters ever, and I love how uh, DC has so many different flavors for King Shark. So we had him in the Suicide Squad, and we have him on the Harley Quinn um, cartoons, and uh-huh. yeah, so great. And even in the in the Suicide Squad game, um, he has a different flavor, but it's still like really charismatic and charming. Like, and- um, sharks fish. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so morbid. <laughs> I know, right? 
<laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because um, it's in the same universe as um, the Batman games of Rocksteady. So it's, yeah, so it's interesting. Um, so you have characters like Penguin showing up. And of course, since they're fight Justice League, you have to wonder if Batman's going to be here since he's dead in the Arkham games now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a lot of interesting things to look forward to with that video game specifically. And this one is like, I think, exclusive to PS5 or like the newer oh. generation consoles, if I'm right. Or was that newer the other gen? Game? Newer gen. Mm. Yeah, so not it's, it's not P, it's not Sony exclusive. Yeah, but like without it doesn't have because PS4 if it was anymore. Sony exclusive, they would have. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, newer gen consoles now. Yeah, I mean, for people who would want to play that, I guess you have to upgrade to play those games, <laughs> right? And I think it's the same for um the Arkham Knights. Is that what they call Gotham Knights? Gotham Knights. Gotham yeah. Knights. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is I think so. Game. I think so. Yeah. Mm-mm. I mean that's that discusses them in the Court of Owls, which is also an interesting like world in the Batman universe. So I'm I'm excited for that too. Yeah. And it's nice to like put a spotlight on the I think we said this last year, but like to put a spotlight on the Bat family. Um, yes. Pretty pretty cool. Um and uh, I don't know how to seg to this, but I don't have a witty way of saying that. But um yeah um from video games we head back to the movies and mm-hmm. I mean from TV video games we head back to the movies with um they showed a lot of previews of um movies that are in production or post-production and um hyping up a lot of the future of the dceu and this started with um i guess let's start with shazam fury of the gods and this looks pretty exciting i mean it's just pretty much like a behind the scenes reel um showing I guess where they progressed from the first movie and now having Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu as a part of the cast as the um, titular gods that are putting uh, fury <laughs> over the world. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it's, it looks it looks pretty exciting to see more of the Shazam family. Is that what they call them? Yeah, yeah Shazam family and. Um, in action because I think the last movie right it was just more of like the finale where they appeared yeah they just popped up yeah so I guess we'll get to know more of those other characters in this new one um, thoughts on this one I love Shazam Shazam was like <laughs> for me like uh, I felt like DC was getting like oh it's so dark and always <laughs> it's always about like pain and suffering and you know <laughs> And it was just like, I, I always felt like they couldn't really find a way to capture the lightness of DC because, you know, I grew up watching, I'm sure we all grew up watching like the original like Justice League, yes. like animated series. And they're really funny there. Like it's uh-huh. dark. Yeah. You know, heroes die in Justice, in, in the Justice League, but it's really, really funny and light. And um, I think they did a great job of capturing the lightness as well as the darkness in, in Shazam. Um, and you know, Shazam's a kid, right? Like he, he's literally a kid in like a superhero's body. So it makes sense that it's that light. So I, I still think like the tone of the second movie looks good. Um, and it's the same director, uh, which is great because he, you know, I just love the, the choice of DC to go with all these horror directors because I think horror and comedy are very similar. Um, and like aesthetically, it just makes sense for DC. So yeah, really excited for, for uh, I almost said part two of the sequel. <laughs> I mean, 
And I mean, I think Shazam really came at the right time and the crucial time in the DCEU. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of like, um, I guess, um, thoughts on how the DCEU would go after the 2018 Whedon fight Justice League. Um, and, you know, when Shazam came out, that kind of gave confidence to the audiences na parang this is something that DC can also do. Um, something light, something fun, and um, that I hope that really continues on. And I wonder how um, he'll kind of like fit into the bigger universe also. I mean, there was oh, yeah. uh, the Superman sort of cameo at the end of the yeah. first movie, Jeez. right? So I wonder how that will fit in into the bigger universe or if there are any plans at all to like cross over some of the um, characters, I mean, with, which we'll be talking about later on as well, um, about the multiverse, um, Burns and Paula? Um, well, I wouldn't mind if Shazam just, like, stood on its own, you know? It doesn't really seem like the type of movie that needs to connect with the greater DCEU. And, I mean, like, let Marvel do all of that interconnectedness stuff and just, like, I like that this is separate. Um, really, the only thing I can say about Shazam is it threw me off how how much older these kids are now. <laughs> it's like, in my head, they, they were the kids in the first Shazam movie and now like, oh, they're, they're grown adults. Uh, but yeah, should still be fun and I'm I'm excited for it. Shazam is also in my top five DCEU movies. So. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Prince? <laughs> oh, uh, well, I have nothing else to add because, I mean, yeah, Shazam was a breath of fresh air. But you know, I think it's okay with me if it stands alone. If it, well, because DC, DC, DC might be going in a particular direction now with how they could put the universe together, yeah. but they don't really have to because as it's on its own, the, uh, Shazam did really well, and so far, well, there's no indication that he's gonna ano, eh, join. Yeah. But yeah. I guess it it would be exciting to see him uh, if. Justice, uh, if Justice League gets a sequel, it was just like if, one. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. If like if he gets to join the fight against Darkseid, uh, that would be pretty interesting, I guess. Like the more the merrier. Come on. Like <laughs> spoilers, Martian Manhunter is there now. So yeah. if we get to see Shazam as yeah. well, so <laughs> that would be pretty fun. Uh, I just wanted to say that the only indication that he'll be part of the Raider universe is the mentions of Superman movie and the Superman cameo that was cut at the end of Shazam. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is just his chest because they're going to get Henry Cavill to come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For, like, the credits, like the, the, the credits kasi, like they showed na he was hanging out kasi with the Justice Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you could take it as like he really hung out with them or it's just the way like the fun credits that Spider-Man does. Parang so, which take, version of the Justice League? Yeah, which <laughs> that's, that's the other thing, right? Yeah, that's the other thing. Like what, I guess, given the multiverse at this point, um, what universe is he even in or on, right? Like, yeah. there's no, I guess that's... Oh, uh, if it's Brandon Routh Superman, I'd be down for that. Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah, that would be great. That would be such a cool reveal. <laughs> yeah. Ibang Superman pala. Yeah, exactly. And then like, you know... Um, jumping ahead a little bit, but like, for example, like Robert Pattinson's Batman has like, um, who was the? Oh my gosh, who was the Superman in Smallville? That guy. 
si ano? Oh my goodness. Um, oh. oh, they had a reunion in the yeah, fandom. Yeah, oh. they did. And they did reveal a Smallville, um, Smallville animated series too, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Tom Welling. Tom, Tom Welling. Oh my yeah. goodness. If they just mixed and matched, like, just actors and stuff, that'd be so cool. <laughs> and I mean, they did have that um, Arrowverse crossover with the oh, whole... Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was so great. I mean, that, that alone shows that DC has a lot to offer and, you know, that it's not the only, you know, tied, uh, it's that Marvel isn't the only, like, uh, franchise that can tie together, like, everything and they have something even bigger. Uh, well, I guess now that Marvel has also entered its multiverse, um, that's mm-hmm. kind of, like, trying to get on that level also. But, I mean, yeah. DC has its own wealth of characters and variations of these characters that you can just, like, it's endless, right? And um, speaking of Shazam, this is kind of Shazam adjacent as well. Um, it was also shown in this uh, DC fandom uh, 2021, um, the finally some more footage of Black Adam um, played by Dwayne Johnson, um, this another like behind the scenes really vibe, but yeah. it looks pretty cool. From I mean, and I and I I I think I've read somewhere that um, The Rock has been trying to make this happen for the longest time, for a long time, for a yeah. long time, <laughs> really yeah. long time. And now it's here, right? So uh, that's pretty good indication, and it looks pretty awesome. Um, I guess something. The other side of like the more sorcery and like magic based DC characters. And I know there's gonna be, I mean, it's not related to Black Adam, but like there's gonna be a Zatanna movie also, right? On HBO yeah. Max. So parang they're showing that side as well, the mystical aspects of um the DCEU. And I guess what do you call those? Gods and um the yeah. that kind of mythology. So it 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 gives an interesting spin as well, I guess, because Marvel or MCU only kind of has like the Norse mythology with to with Thor and all, but um, here it's different, naman then for um, Shazam and Black Adam. Any thoughts on <laughs> um, the Black Adam reveal? Oh, well, I was more surprised by the cast than anything else. I forgot that I know, uh, Pierce I know, is yeah. here. <laughs> I know you have and a specific of, casting. Um. Yeah, I was just very confused with the presence of Noah Centineo. I mean, like, <laughs> it was just a question. I have nothing against him. It was really just a question. <laughs> like, why is he here? And the snarky dude on Twitter replied to me with, because he's part of the cast. Like, great. That's not my question. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's that's it. I'm excited for doing the Rock Johnson, and I'm always um, happy to see him in any movie. So yeah, and he seems super passionate about this project for sure. It's a passion project of his. Uh I see. It seems like he's a. I don't want to say roiding up because I don't think he's on steroids, but he's, he's like jacked. He's, get, he's getting like mega jacked again. So he's like so getting again. all the injections of testosterone and everything <laughs> to get fit into this role because like he looks he looks bigger. Like, how did you get bigger? He, he really looks like a boulder at this point. Exactly. Like, like dudes, like what are you doing? Yeah, I'm, sure I'm sure he's getting some kind of treatment, but you know, again. Uh, he looks he looks great, and I I think like 
it always it's always uh, a good sign when the people working on the movie are excited about it and it's not just him like i think a lot of people are really excited about it yeah. and black adam's like not a very popular superhero again it's just like uh-huh. shazam and, and everything like nobody i i didn't know really know who he was until i saw like injustice yeah um, same, same. same. Yeah, right, right. it was like who and then they had the logo on his chest the same as shazam and i'm like who's, who's this guy so yeah but i like but i'm I like the fact that he's like not really a hero. Also, he's like kind of like half. Like he still like kills people and stuff. Which I'm just excited to see. Like, how are they gonna pull off such a dark universe? Yeah. And I think Black Adam's such a perfect like, like entry into that. Like in the teaser, um, spoilers if you haven't seen the teaser, he kills a guy <laughs> just straight up. He just murders a guy for no reason. So. I really hope like the the rest of the movie is kind of similar to that. Not just him killing people, but like kind of an ambiguous anti-hero type deal as well. And uh parang at the same time, Pierce Brosnan was saying in that um teaser na parang, you know, I've I I did um James Bond for Bond. 10 years, four movies, but this is kind of like the most challenging and exciting role that he's been in. So yeah, that's yeah. something to say. And that's saying a lot from Pierce Brosnan himself. So that's that seems pretty interesting to see. It'd be fun if you cut the like an over the shoulder and just on a teleprompter in front of him. This is <laughs> the most exciting. <laughs> We would go centaur. Wouldn't that be like exciting? Also, true. Come on, man. Sorry. Yeah. The one Percy Jackson. And speaking <laughs> of lightning bolts. From Shazam, nice, to Adam. <laughs> so Now good. Now we go to the most popular um, lightning character in the <laughs> DC extended universe or DC universe in particular, which is the Flash. Finally, it's happening. Ooh. The Flash by Andy Muschietti, um, starring oh. Ezra Miller, as not just one but two flashes two this flash. time around. <laughs> Yeah. We don't even know if it's the only. It's just two flashes on yeah. this movie, um, but this uh, they finally showed uh, some footage of the Flash and um, kind of like going into that Flashpoint, um, Flashpoint storyline of trying to change how things were when he tried to stop his mom from being killed, and now um, it changed everything or basically reset the universe or made some new universes and i guess as we spoke about in that last dc fandom episode as well that you know this is really opens up the multiverse even more and to a mainstream audience trying to explain why everything is a thing why there's a joker why there are uh, robert robert pattinson and bat ben at Ben Affleck. I was, ben, Fleck, I was yeah. about to say Ben Batfleck. Batfleck, Batfleck, yeah. Batfleck. Batfleck, and of course, in this, uh, the Flash movie will be the return of Michael Keaton as Keaton. Batman. Keaton. And also, Batfleck will be in this movie as well. Yeah. But we did yeah. not see any Batfleck uh, footage in the so far. And uh, well, we saw his head. The head or the cowl or both? The cowl, though. It was the cowl. Yeah, it was wasn't it? What? But wasn't there like blood? Wasn't it like? Yeah, uh, I thought it was, it was like different... a decapitated. Yeah. Head. <laughs> I was like, is that is it better? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But speaking, I mean, I I think I saw an article about Ben Affleck talking about his experience on the Flash, kind of reviving his 
um parang passion or not just I mean yeah. not passion but I guess his interest like, in playing the yeah, character. Yeah, the role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was better here though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Probably because he wasn't like, you know, just a poorly written character. <laughs> <laughs> but I think yeah, I I guess I hope that this offers Batfleck a renewed sense of like character and how fans will like receive him this time around because the last three movies starring Batfleck weren't necessarily fan favorites. Or was it two or three? Well, technically Batman Batfleck did appear in um Ayer's Suicide Squad. So mm-hmm. you can say three. Um, but anyway, um Batfleck will be there and we also got our first look as um Sasha Kal, is that how you pronounce it? As this Supergirl. version of um Supergirl, um a different variation or different Supergirl than what we're used to with the Melissa Benoist version on uh, the DC TV universe or the Arrowverse. Um, to our resident um, DC fan, Dren, <laughs> um, what do you have to say about the uh, the Flash trailer? Um, the Flash is like my favorite superhero, like all time. Um, also like in terms of powers and everything. So I've always like wanted the Flash movie to happen since like, Batman versus Superman or something because that was when it was first announced I think because they had that whole like like Lois is the key like, yeah. like, and immediately I was one of those people in the cinema that was like that's Flashpoint that has to be Flashpoint uh-huh. and then like you know cut to like how many years later they're finally doing it I I just have so many like worries about it because you know like like Ezra Miller is such a strange guy and he's like also problematic so it's like I don't even know if I like like him that much as well and his flash is so like it's almost too dorky um for, for my taste I think he like there's a level of cool to flash he's like a very like you know cool nerd he's uh-huh. like the greatest detective next to Batman in the DC universe as well that like in, in this universe, he's just kind of like this dumb kid. <laughs> like, it is, they don't really show how smart he is. He's almost like the Spider-Man to, to Tony Stark. Like, Batman, Flash's relationship is kind of like Tony Stark, Spider-Man in the MCU. But they don't, again, they, they don't really show that except for Batman telling him he's rich. Um, so, yeah, I, I just have a lot of, like, question marks for this. Um, the script has been rewritten literally, like, half a dozen times as well. Ezra Miller took a shot at the script at one point and was rejected. <laughs> so, that's how, like, difficult it is to make this movie i also like understand it's very very hard to balance the flash because in theory like currently unless they do like some crazy superman alpha um version of superman he's like the most powerful hero in the dc universe there was yeah. a moment in the snyderverse where literally everything got blown up and, and died and he was able to fix everything so how do you write a hero that and that's also the fascinating thing about the flash for me and i think that's the key to the movie as well is Will they talk about the philosophy behind the Flash? He's a man out of time. He is a man who can go anywhere, do anything, but also can't because he'll mess up everything. And that's the thing he has to realize in the movie is that if he goes back and fixes the timeline, he will mess up everything else. There's also that scene in the trailer where he's looking at a guy that's kind of chained up and I'm assuming that's Superman because in the Flashpoint universe, Superman gets captured by the US government and exposed to a red sun. He never gets his powers, etc. And he goes crazy. Same thing with Michael Keaton's Batman. I'm assuming that's Thomas Wayne. There's yeah. a lot of like, you know, allusions to Flashpoint, but I hope the thing that they get um, most specifically is Flash's realization that he can't 
do whatever he wants with his powers. It's again, again, I compare him to Spider-Man the most because it's with great power comes great responsibility. Flash could do whatever he wants. He could go to any timeline, kill whoever, etc. He could kill Superman if he wanted to, but he can't because there are rules. And the other thing is like I'm I'm very expectant about how this is going to change the overall DC universe because exactly. in the original Flashpoint as well, you know, he gets all the lines on his suit and stuff. So it implies that even though he fixes the timeline by allowing his mom to die, something changes in the current Flashpoint. So what will they do? How will they reboot it? Um, will they find a way to, or, you know, reconcile all of the differing superheroes they have in their universe, like Robert Pattinson and Ben Affleck and now Michael Keaton, they're all canon. Um, so I like, I'm like a very hesitant, yeah, like, yeah, go Flash, because I'm just so, there's just so many expectations. And yes. marks. But I'm hoping it's good. I'm hoping it's good. And yeah, I mean, to add to that, there's like really a lot of weight on this to really like, you know, not just be a Flash movie, but but be the DCEU movie that kind of like switches or pivots the direction of the whole universe, multiverse, and try to make sense of everything. So there's a lot of like pressure, I think, yeah. um, in terms of what they're going to do with this. And I'm pretty sure there's more than just the two Batmans on here. Maybe there's more in store. Uh, yeah. Maybe Christian Bale will appear. Who knows? Um, <laughs> That'd be great. I want Grant Gustin to like make a call. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. I mean return the favor. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, who knows how they will turn out? But definitely, it's pretty exciting to see the Flash. I think the Flash is one of Paula's favorites. As a, 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 yeah, I mean, The Flash is, like Dren said, I think we talked about this last year also. Na? Yeah, oh, he's we love The Flash. <laughs> the Spider-Man and what Spider-Man is as Marvel's poster boy, I think, like, The Flash is for DC. So he has that lovable quality in him. But I'm worried about this film. As I, I am excited, but I'm also worried because they haven't, like, set up The Flash's character enough for you to be exactly. invested in him wanting to go back to, like, save his mom um, the way that The Flash TV series has done. So let's let's see where it goes. And, yeah, I'm, I'm hope I'm really probably going to watch it more for, for um, Keaton than anything else. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because, like, before we were set to watch the trailer with, like, my whole extended family, my uncle was going on about how he missed um, Keaton and he had no idea that Keaton is gonna be in, in the Flash. He's like, yeah, he's still my favorite Batman. Like nothing beats that. And then he sees the opening credits of like that Wayne House of of Keaton series, and yeah. he was just super excited. Oh, so, yeah. That's so it's cool. good for everybody. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, you know, maganda rin eh. Parang DC has that so much to tap into in their history since they've been making, I guess, these features longer than. Marvel has been successful. I mean, in terms of like before the MCU era, it was a lot of DC, a lot of popular DC franchises in movies. So, and you know, Batman was kind of like the James Bond of movies in terms of superheroes, where you'd have all these yeah. different actors playing Batman and you'd want to see how they have their own version of Batman as well. Um, anything last flash before we head on to speaking of Batman, of course, um, this latest iteration of Batman is finally revealed with a second oh. trailer, which is the Batman. Um, I guess they were to um, they were to 
uh, lazy to come up with a subtitle. <laughs> they just called it The Batman. Just like The Suicide Squad. Um, but this is um, year one Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson or our bats, our pats, our bat. Pattinson. Pattinson. Uh, Robert. Our bats, Robert. Cedric. <laughs> Cedric, but alive. Just kidding. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's yeah. my boy. <laughs> no, I'm going to cry, Amos. Yeah, dude. Oh no! Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we get more glimpses of this um, new Batman and how, and the first for the first time ever, it's I guess this element of being the Batman, being a rookie Batman, and not really being the most like feared vigilante out there and it's just like uh, we also get glimpses of the Riddler Penguin and of course um, Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman and it's it seems pretty great with the music as well I think Prince had a tweet about that too Um, go guys Batman time it's (laughs) Uh, well um, I, I talked to my resident like Batman expert earlier today, so Joms. Hi, Joms. Um, and he, he just wanted to mention how, yeah, again, it's so cool that um, we're going back to year one Batman. I think one of the best, some of the best Batman comics have been like in the time where he was still like fairly new to being Batman and had no idea how to be a detective and thought that solving everything with a punch would be able to do it. So I, I'm super excited to see that. Um, as John said also, he's we're all very excited to see this version of Catwoman because what Nolan does for his cinema for his Batman trilogy is he grounds it into a reality, which you can still see as well in this iteration of the Batman, but it still has that like I wouldn't say like um extra but like i guess more comic um version of catwoman and the penguin that they still have that quirkiness to them i Uh guess that wasn't like super delved into in the nolan trilogy so that's definitely um exciting to see i'm still not sure with um rob pat's hair in this (laughs) in this batman iteration right but everything else seems super exciting um it feels like I'm watching a comic movie, you know, like an animated comic movie just like come to life. So that's great. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is probably like the start of, I mean, if this does well, and I guess it's kind of like heading there, might be a start of a new fra- Batman franchise. And it actually has started with uh, Gotham PD, which is going to be a TV show oh, yeah. on HBO oh, Max yeah. as well. Which is, I think, set before the time Batman is even Batman. And I think it's more on like Gotham and how they deal with these um, um, Batman rogues gallery, rogue gallery. And so it's, uh, it's like the series. Gotham. So, so like Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> like, Gotham? Say, so like, Gotham. like Gotham. Or is it Pretty more like much. focused on um, so Gordon? Annoying. I think May Gordon. Ele- I'm, I'm not too sure if there's a Gordon element because I think that was more. The Gotham, uh, other that's Gotham also, show. Yeah, that's also what Gotham did, eh? Like, they oh, yeah. tried the hot, hot Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> hot Gordon. Uh, it's so funny. <laughs> it's just like, so Gotham? 
it's so <laughs> funny it's just funny because it feels like they're just remaking everything or would uh, it be like thomas wayne eras true like, maybe yeah. that would be cool that would be, be very be cool yeah, yeah. Free Batman, actually free Batman, just a twinkle <laughs> in his mother's eye. Uh, I what do you call this? I yeah, I'm so excited for this because I love Robert Pattinson so much. Like he's so good in everything he does, um, from Cedric to freaking like a masturbating sailor. Like he can do oh. it. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. He'll do it. Twilight included. Yes. Yes, Twilight included. Of course, he did what he could. So yeah. I, I I feel like the thing that really encouraged me when I saw the teaser, um, since since uh, you guys covered most of what was in the like the the content mismo was the um the interview with Robert Pattinson. And he was talking about how he yeah, well, didn't really want to do the role until he read the script and he was like, Oh, this is kind of, this is different. This isn't like the same Batman. And he he also mentioned what, what you mentioned, Cholana. Bat, there's something about Batman that he was the only like prominent superhero in the 20th century. Like he just kept popping up because there was just something about him that was that was interesting. So I like that this Batman is like angry and brooding and everything, and and mm-hmm. will not be like the com- calm, composed Batman that we know because like like he's like 20 something, and then both you know what I mean. Like he, as a child, like you know, both his parents pass away in such a violent way right in front of him. Like he's a damaged guy. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to for them to tackle that, and I'm really excited that it. The other thing that they said in the interviews, because it was James Gunn and Robert Pattinson. So Robert Pattinson mentioned all the Batman stuff, and James Gunn said he really liked that there were a lot of Batman movies, but what he didn't like, or what he think thought was missing was the opposite side of the superhero Batman, the human side of Batman, because he was becoming more and more of a superhero yeah. and he wanted to see the dude in the suit, the normal guy. So that, that's what I'm really excited to see. Is it fair to say that this Batman lives in that society, in the society? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't live in a society. Yeah. Just old, like, Joaquin Phoenix comes out. <laughs> Who knows, right? Who knows which Batman and Joker are paired together at this point? Um, and that movie was called The Joker, right? So oh, maybe it's, it's the Joker. universe. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Joker, right? It's just Joker. It's Joker. It's just Joker. It's just Joker. It's just called Joker. Okay, so that might not be the universe. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll remake it and be like, the Joker. Yeah. Say, um, Pia Wurtzbach is actually part of that universe because she said, um, the universe, rather. Why not? Okay. Any bad, any bad feelings? Bad feelings. Bad, bad feelings. Well, like it looks very well. Like I, I, I talked to this with my editor. Like Batman, na naman. Like Batman, na naman. But at the same time, we're still gonna watch it anyway because it looks different. It feels different. For some reason, we and we know it's gonna be different. Like they're gonna treat Bruce differently. Mm-hmm. Like iba yung how he talks to Alfred, who I'm really excited for anti yes! like, oh, yeah. my god, how he their relationship feels different. How Batman does his Batman stuff feels different. Like he's attacking these. For, right now, he's attacking these people in makeup for no reason. He's taking on gunfire. <laughs> so much gunfire in the dark alleyway. Yeah. The dark alley, in which I, I should I must say that dark alley is so reminiscent of the Darth Vader scene in Rogue One. Apparently, because it's the same DP, pala. 
the same oh. therapist. So that's that's but, cool. Pero ang angas, diba? So, it's so different. Ang ganda ng, ano niya. And my God, the music is amazing. Like, there, Batman, like, there's a, what makes Batman so good kasi is the music attached to him. So, like, when you think of Tim Burton's Batman, you hear that, and then hear Nolan's Batman, that drop bass ni Hans Zimmer. And then, I don't know, I don't know what Batfleck is. They just reuse na lang of Tim Burton. But this one, what Michael Giacchino does, he, He gives a new ano talaga, and it parang it fits the kind of Batman that Rob, that Pattinson is about to give us. And when you see that title card, Nana, he's upside down, chills. And you see that when the the title card comes out, the bats the bat is jagged. He's it's rough, and that's exactly the kind of Batman we're gonna see. He's not yet perfect. This is his like first second year palang in becoming a ano, and his relationship with Gordon. Who is oh wow the watcher Jeffrey yeah, right? <laughs> it's it's it could be because hot, he's about to ask the question. What if? What if? What if? Yeah, what but if like Robert Pattinson was Batman. Was Batman? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, there's so much to be excited for, talaga, and I have faith in Matt Reeves and what he's gonna yeah. do here. Like Matt uh, Reeves, I have faith in Matt Reeves. Like this is gonna work somehow. It will work. <laughs> yes. Let's go. So that Batman. is the Batman, and we're excited. It's coming in March 2022, right? Yeah. 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 Very soon, very soon. Um, hopefully, theaters, and I mean, not just theaters opening, but like oh, a better society. Yeah. <laughs> did like, you guys see that? Uh, did you guys see that Power Plant is gonna screen Eternals? They're gonna reopen in time for Eternals. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Everyone's reopening on November 10th, right? Or is it? Yeah, are they opening earlier so. than that? No. Well, the ones that I've seen, they're all planning on November 10th because they're all like cleaning the cinemas and and getting ready with the yeah. those smoke machines. I don't know what they do. I'm sure they do something for COVID. <laughs> Good luck to us. Have to. I guess. Yeah. Um, Hazmat suits prepared. Let's go. Guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely, yeah. the Eternals said they would. They wouldn't like. Um, they wouldn't. Uh, what's that? They wouldn't interfere with anything. Interfere. I guess yeah. they're interfering with COVID now. Yes. So, um, yes. The power. The power of the eternal save us, save us all. Um, but anyway, again, back to uh, just to close up this DC fandom um, segment, I guess, or I guess which is mainly the show, essentially. Um, yeah, a lot to look forward to. Um, March 2022 is when we'll see. The Batman. We'll see the Peacemaker series first in January, and we'll see the rest um, after the Batman. So that's a lot of um, exciting things to watch out for. Um, and speaking of, we were talking about music. Speaking of music, we were talking about this last week as well. But we can't <laughs> not talk about her once again after yeah. she just dropped everything and made us all emotional on a Good Friday, <laughs> um, like. Just on a good Friday, sad Friday, whatever you want to call October 15th. Um, Adele is back officially with the song Easy On Me. And in fact, did not go easy on us. And uh, <laughs> literally, Queen Adele broke so many records being the number one most streamed track and artist on Spotify in one day upon release with 
over 40 million streams on the first day. And she just had so many all kills across number ones across um, all different platforms, maybe Spotify, Apple, etc., etc. I think she also had like 96 number ones on iTunes. So that, I think that's that puts her on another record on iTunes. I think tied with Justin Bieber or something. Um, so that's, you know, the power of Adele. You, uh, you're gone six months or six, six years six rather. Years. You're gone six years without any activities at all. But you return <laughs> like a queen being welcomed back into the throne with all these achievements. And this is only just one track of the album 30. What more will the album bring to us again? Um, but basically, I, essentially, I was just really just, wow, that song. I mean, definitely it's about divorce, baby. Divorce, as she said. <laughs> but like, you know, even if you're not someone going through divorce with your husband or with a child, You'd feel those. Em- Adele has that certain like way of getting into your emotions, whatever you're going through. For me, it was work. I was like, work, please go easy on me. And that was really like my theme song last Friday and every day soon after. Um, what did you guys think about uh, Adele's comeback from last week? Oh, well, I was messaging you that. <laughs> <laughs> This is the only thing I've been listening to the whole day and yeah, every day since then. Um, I, I don't really have anything more to add to what you said. She's just, she's amazing. And I'm so glad that this song exists, that this album exists. And I hope everybody, I hope everything goes easy on Adele now. She deserves it. And I mean, she just looks fantastic, amazing, oh, absolutely god, stunning. Oh my god. Everything she is, everything. her Vogue interviews are just like the best thing ever. <laughs> She's great. And uh, parang I, I saw this video interview of Adele revealing that she only takes one take of each song and that's it, she doesn't like to repeat it. And that's the track that we hear. Like, talk about vocals, talk about range. Like, wow, how do you not do that, or how do you do Ouch. that? period she says she doesn't feel like it's real anymore if you do a retake so parang that's that's the next the explanation to that <laughs> wild good for Ma- uh, like i'm just imagining how prepared do i have to be when that full album comes out like, <laughs> you have a <laughs> month uh uh just a little less of a month to prepare yourself for the saddest girl autumn ever Press girl autumn. Exactly. Um, any last Adele thoughts? Just we just really want to, to put Adele on the spotlight once again because she just blew everyone away. <laughs> and definitely we'll probably have a whole Adele um, <laughs> episode coming your way as well. Um, and speaking of going easy on us. Adele was uh, recently. This was ito na yung showbiz chica na pag-uusapan natin. Um kasi nabanggit si Adele dun eh. Um just this whole Alger Abrenica and Kylie oh my Kylie Padilla oh God. that's going. I mean there's been so many allegations in the past ah. past few weeks about Alger Abrenica and Kylie's relationship na Alger Abrenica like um, getting being a punching bag for like being an uh like a person 
who's who cheated in their relationship essentially and uh he just broke his silence like two days ago as we record this and said na you know we had parang tldr he was essentially like um hey kylie i thought that parang when will you when will you take your part in this narrative tapos parang sabi niya na may may usapan daw kasi sila na parang they're they're not gonna be public about it and what went down but I think Kylie and Robin Padilla were very vocal at some points and Alger couldn't was still respecting that um that agreement between them to not go public but I guess he was just tired of getting all those comments about you know being the bad ex-husband and all that that he just had to speak out and in response to that Kylie Padilla just had all these cryptic um Instagram sto- not really not even cryptic it's obviously yeah it's obviously about the issue um having easy on me by Adele and like happier than ever by Billie Eilish and pa mga other songs there are a lot of other songs in those like Instagram stories by Kylie Padilla and it's really just like you know Pinoy showbiz can't, it can't get any more showbiz than this right she, she, she tweeted pa yung divorce, past the divorce bill <laughs> yeah. no like, that, oh that's my... no you didn't see yeah she tweeted like I'm like, pro oh. divorce bill and stuff. I was like and oh I was my like, god Yeah. And this is ano, and this is also hot off the heels of the Paolo Contes LJ Reyes controversy oh, yung pa, yung pa. of Baguio with a friend mga two weeks ago also. So, you know, with a friend, take it lightly uh, in this era of, <laughs> in this generation. So what does sad. being a friend mean anymore? And, uh, you know, Filipino showbiz, everyone. <laughs> um, And any thoughts on that whole thing? I think uh, Kylie actually has a show um, that, ongoing, right? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be very careful. <laughs> uh, True. So, uh, yes, we're doing a show with her right now. Uh, my group, my company. Um, man, my phone was exploding when that <laughs> came out. Uh, it, I, I can't. Uh, I won't like obviously comment on, on anything that's happening. We don't, you know, we don't know anything as much as anyone else does. Um, that would be messed up if we just asked like Kylie, like, hey, like we no, we don't know. <laughs> We're just leaving it between them. Um, so we don't know anything. What I do know is that you know Kylie's been lovely to, to work with, really good to work with, and like. How do I put this? I I just hope like the best for both of them. That's always what I hope for in these situations. There's also like controversy in the K K drama world right now. Oh, yeah. Oh um, yes. And it's really it's really sad to see. I mean, it's always like one of those things where you always hate to see it because signing a potential and actor or actress and stuff. But you're always but but obviously you want them to be held accountable and you and you want them to become better so if that means disappearing for a while becoming a better person then so be it and i don't think that should be a big problem but i do think that there should be a chance for redemption for whoever it's just you know in this particular situation we don't know what's true and what's not so definitely uh, yeah it's just one of those things that i just hope that they work it out and it's not just like this weird 
stabbing each other in public, like front stabbing each other in public type thing. That, that's that's the only thing I really hope for. Um, and yeah, um, the show is called Betchin. <laughs> it's, 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 streaming for, it's streaming for free on WeTV. Um, it's the, the main premise of the story is that um, Beth and Cindy are two social media influencers who um, are on the verge of a breakup, but right as they're about to break up, they are encouraged to join this contest called Hashtag Relationship Goals, um, <laughs> which, in which, and so essentially after that, they have to fake um, their relationship from then on because they're not, you know, happy with each other anymore, but they want to win the prize uh, of the contest. So they have to fake the relationship and it's, it's really funny. And I'm not just saying that because I worked on it. It's really <laughs> funny. It's great. It's a, it's a really good show. And if you guys just want like a, a fun, like lighthearted um so it's it's about that and it's a breakup story so you know relevant question mark so yeah yeah and uh, parang i guess to parang connected to the kim son ho issue that's going around social media now um apparently as early as saturday october 18th um uh there's this whole controversy of kim son ho being dropped by all his shows all his endorsements because um, of the allegations of um, another actress of um, being who was in a relationship with him, and um, I think May talks na he coerced her into having an abortion, and uh, that kind of affected their relationship. And I guess with the popularity, kasi of hometown cha cha cha, which just ended last weekend, um, it was kind of coming. You, you know how. It just it's it it's parang the timing is always like that in terms of Korean scandals. And I think that kind of shows the stark difference also of how scandals are taken in terms of Philippines and Korea. Kasi sa Pilipinas parang sige pagpiestahan pa natin yung drama ng dalawa. Parang sige, okay, let them have their shows, whatever. Let's just bask in this showbiz realness. But in Korea, like everyone just drops you right yeah, there's no investigation disappear. there's no reputation is so important yeah and parang you know kim son ho is really one of the rising opas as you would call um <laughs> them in 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 today's generation after startup team good boy and all that and now with hometown cha 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 um so not good boy Apparently <laughs> not <laughs> it's it's always the uh parang good looking or parang good boy image that kind of like throws you off in the end right <laughs> um but we don't know oh, i was about to say like <laughs> i have no idea what i'm talking about just making sure honestly i was a team good boy on that show anyway so <laughs> but uh i mean I, I i don't know too much about the issue but you know, I just wanna show or kind of talk about how st- the differences between mm-hmm. what scandals are because scandals can, in Korea can be just really like shallow things or things that are this big, like allegations about um such things, right? So, I mean, a lot of people are sad, definitely, but uh, you know, I guess investigations will continue, Muna. Um, from this point on and he will have his comeback who knows when because we don't know what the truth is yet at this point so yeah um, Dren I know you're also into the K uh, world 
<laughs> thoughts on Kim Son Ho. <laughs> yeah, I I how do I put this? Like it's always one of those like I said a while ago, it always sucks, you know, because signing a potential and that. But he essentially admitted that he did it. It and that's just like horribly disappointing. I just really hope that he he doesn't disappear completely. I hope he takes some time to reflect and realize that he made a horrible mistake. It it also sucks because it feels like the 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 ex girlfriend also kind of did this like out of spite as well. Um, uh-huh. not, it doesn't it doesn't feel like she did it to get justice for anything. It feels like she really just did it to ruin his career. So I guess my kasalanan din siya in that sense. But of course, also she's a victim, so I feel for her and. I'm glad that she was able to, you know, get this off her chest. So I again, it's the, it's the same thing with the um, uh, the Kylie issue, where it's like I just hope the best for both of them. I hope that they both get to move on and and get what they deserve, and then they can both just move on and grow from it. Um, and yeah, Sananaman, like in a few years, we'll see Good Boy again, and he'll actually be a good boy. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I always feel like I'm very optimistic about these sort of things. I just hope that they end up like happy. <laughs> Yeah, made I made the right choice of uh, being Team Dosan, uh, but that's a TV show, <laughs> I was actually, and not real life. Yeah. In, in really up, yeah. quickly though, I want to end on a doesn't matter when you come out with your, that's true. your yeah. you know, um, I'm sure it was hard for her to see him mm. get so much success knowing what he did to her. Uh-huh. So should never be a question of when a victim chooses to yes. come out. Yes, yeah, definitely, and yeah. I mean, we'll see. Um, same thing happened also, I guess, um, on the K-pop front. Uh, a lot of allegations because against Lucas of NCT slash Wavy. Oh. Um, but it's a pretty shallow scandal, mm. if you'd ask me. And now there are, parang it, it popped out like end of August. And now a lot of evidence is appearing na parang that debunks that scandal that canceled him in the first place. So, you know, it's that cancel culture also. Na, not to discount what the girl said about Kim Son Ho, but like, you know, there are investigations then kasi to ano, to put out. But you know, that's what the internet is for, I guess, to put out all the different angles and different elements of the story. Um, and hopefully we find the truth at the end of the day. Because, but what is the truth? And that's a different episode altogether. Wow! <laughs> and that ends our episode of this newscast <laughs> about the truth. And speaking of the truth, um, pala yung Superman motto, de ba? Oh yeah. But just going back to ano. Just going back to DC to close this. Um, wow. I'm going to search up the new Superman motto. Um, uh, it's, truth, justice, and... It's now truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. A better tomorrow, better yeah. It used tomorrow. to be truth, justice, the and way. the American way. I guess Superman just like really didn't want to be American at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, he isn't. <laughs> I mean, true. He is Kryptonian American. <laughs> He's an immigrant. He is. He is. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, but yeah, just to close off, definitely uh, a final word of this um, main show is like, you know, that's what we live for. 
to find truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. <laughs> and a better oh my God. That's what this podcast is all about. <laughs> yes, exactly. As we talk about showbiz cheesemiss, we still, <laughs> oh, yeah, we still want truth, justice, a and a tomorrow. better tomorrow. Better With better we definitely want the truth. We definitely want the truth for all of this. Yeah, cheese. definitely. Justice for whoever like, you know, <laughs> was victimized. Yeah. True. And yes. a better tomorrow for all of them. Yeah. True. Also true. <laughs> <laughs> that will Superman. be the title of this and episode. I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Miss Universe 2021. Hi, Miss Universe Pele. And with that, we head to our final segment of the show, which is our pop stop or our pop culture recommendations of the week. I will begin with mine. Um, we talked about this last week already, but I just watched the finale. I'm not sure if Paula already did, but only murders in yeah, the building. Did. Wow. <laughs> Great show. Just watch it. It's underrated and it deserves so much more love. And that finale just like was a cherry on top of that ice cream, sundae, cake, whatever it is. Um, just watch it. And we haven't spoken about this on the show yet, but Star Wars Visions um, came out. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just like really what Star Wars, the future of Star Wars, I guess. And Different. There were nine episodes, if I'm not mistaken, or ten, and um, it was from a different Japanese animation studio, and each had its own different style of approaching Star Wars, yet still remaining very um, true to the core of what Star Wars is, more than uh, our favorite movie of the saga, <laughs> which is The Rise of Skywalker, or whatever. Um, I don't know that movie. I've never seen that. We movie. don't recognize I don't want to talk it. About it. <laughs> uh, it. The sequel trilogy ended with um, The Last the Jedi. Last Jedi. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Star Wars Visions just kind of, kind of uh, gives you a renewed hope, a new hope, if you would say, ah, um, for the Star ah. Wars universe and how much more stories could develop in terms of. Um, not just the Skywalker saga, not just the Mandalorian world, but even far beyond that and what they could do with it. And I hope that um, with Star Wars Visions, there will be um, more um, short stories or even like small portions of the Star Wars universe that will be explored further. And I think it's starting with um, Ku's, um trilogy, Will be the next Star Wars trilogy. I forget. Was it? Uh, I don't the, know. There's so many. The Game Another of Thrones trilogy? writers. Is um, it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one is there. Yeah, I was about to say. I don't know. But yeah, there aren't any. There isn't any word because of um, Star Wars in the future as much as we know of Marvel and DC. Um, yeah. in general, I guess they're really like trying to rebuild where a lot of fans got um, parang disheartened with um, Tross. Um, but I mean, there were um, The Mandalorian, of course, the popular popularity of Grogu and uh, The Book of Boba Fett that's coming um, later this year, I believe. Um, so, I mean, that's still in that universe of <laughs> the, Sky, the Skywalker saga. So it's definitely very refreshing to see a different side uh, through Star Wars Visions. So that's my recommendation. One last, of course, can't not talk about 
Ben and Ben and their new <laughs> collaboration with um a Taiwanese artist this time. Um, they're really like going global, and this one is called Cheap Love with a Taiwanese artist called Waybird. It's a really uh parang melancholic song, and uh, if you're into the Hugot vibe, this is an English track and definitely fits um where Ben and Ben um you know fits in the Hugot heart of Pinoy's. <laughs> And uh, a lot of uh, Waybird I've been listening to because of this and a lot of good stuff too. Um, he has a mix of like Mandarin and English songs. So um, if you're looking for other Asian artists to um, discover, then he's a good one to start with as well with this collaboration with Ben and Ben. Uh, who wants to go next? Oh, I can go next. Um So speaking of only murders in the building, I started listening to an actual true crime podcast. Um, and it's such an interesting one. Um, it follows this cold case that by the when he was he started recording, it was 23 years since the incident happened. And as of today, because of the podcast and the popularity that it had, they actually made an arrest and the main, the main suspect is now headed to trial in a few weeks. Um, so after 25 years, um, this family hopefully gets the justice that they deserve. It's called Your Own Backyard. Um, it's so well-produced. Um, the uh, creator and producer of the podcast, he, he started out like not knowing anything about researching and journalism, but he was and still is um, an audio engineer, a sound engineer. And that's the beauty of the show. It's so well-crafted and it sounds so amazing. Um, every episode, you need the chills. So if you want to do something while you're washing the desk or, or you know, cleaning the house, it's, it's perfect. It's so good. Um, and of course, you know, it helps tell the story of this um, poor girl, um, And yeah, it, it's so good. And I understand now the hype of true crime podcast outside of only murders in the building. Um, but yes. aside from <laughs> so listen aside to from, serial also, if you haven't yet. Yes, that's on my list also. I have a lot of true crime podcasts to get into, but yeah, I'm happy I started with this one. Um Also, uh, Discovery Plus recently launched in the Philippines a couple of weeks ago. Um, so get on that if you guys really have a good promo now. It's pretty um, cheap. Yeah, pretty cheap. 129 pesos for the for a year's subscription. So that's great. And I have been binge watching um, Crikey. It's the Irwins. I, I loved Crocodile Hunter as a kid, as I'm sure so many of us did. And it's so wonderful to see. Uh, the Irwin family continues Steve's legacy uh, long past his death. Um, I cry every time Bindi and Robert mention their father. And it's just a super good, like feel-good show, but at the same time, so filled with emotion because of how much passion this family has for the environment, for animals. So that's that's great. And then I would be remiss not to recommend um, that everybody watch the American Grand Prix this Monday. <laughs> it's at 3 a.m., but I, I just watch it, guys. I, it, it, it's looking to be a really interesting race. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, F1 still like <laughs> has a hold on my heart. So there, that's, that's me. <laughs> And speaking of streaming services, um, Disney Plus is like really starting their rollout. Um, in yeah, for their eight. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's something to look forward to. I think um, in early 2022, uh, 
um, the official rollout of Disney Plus in the Philippines. Because I think that the site is active na in the Philippines as well. So, um, yeah, something to look forward to for Disney fans out there who have been waiting for the longest time. Um, next person. Yeah, I can go. Ponty uh, lang. Like, what I will recommend is I just watched Dune a few days ago. Ooh. And, How was it? Uh, okay, this is okay. This is what I'll say. I went into it blind. Like I completely didn't want to know anything about it. And I without giving anything away. Like I really enjoyed it. But I what I will recommend is for people who want to watch it, I recommend you watch it in a cinema. Because mm. It was clearly made the way it was created. especially the sound design and the score. Pang talaga siya. And I know right now it's not safe. Like even when cinemas open, like say on November 10, it's not safe. I, I encourage everyone, pag safe na lahat, watch Dune in the cinema. Like Let's I'm watch Dune to... in 2024. Yes. I'm beginning to understand <laughs> why Denis Villeneuve said watch it in the cinema. Like, he didn't just mean it na, because, you know, the obviously. But, like, it is, it, it's the type of movie na cinematic experience in the thing niya. And I can really see it. He created that way. Like, if you guys have seen Arrival and Blade Runner mm-hmm. 2040, his past movies, the same level of detail and ano, filmmaking, ganun yung binigay niya rito. And the world building here, for such a thick book that I have not read and for a novice <laughs> like me who's, who knows nothing I was amazed like I haven't seen this really good world building in a while so yeah, watch Dune in the biggest screen possible once it is safe and second and my last recommendation is Anya Taylor-Joy released cover versions of the song Downtown for oh. her newest movie Last Night in Soho yes she released two versions and up, upbeat, which is almost the same as the original. By uh, the original one was by I forgot her name. It was in 1965. The original was by hmm, by Billy Joel. Like, Malay uptown no, no, no. joke. <laughs> uh, Petula Martin, yun, Petula. And there's also a downbeat version. It's slowed down five down minutes. Downbeat. And I think this is the version that appears in the movie. This is what she actually she sings in the movie. Talaga. And like wow, I I didn't think it was possible for me to fall in love with her even more. <laughs> but so, um, I think we all sing. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, if you guys while waiting for Last Night in Soho to be available in the Philippines, whether in cinemas or on streaming, listen to uh, Anya Taylor Joy's uh, uh, songs. It's up. It's already up on Spotify, and both versions are pretty good. Like ang ganda ng vocals na in fairness and particularly for the downbeat version. The production, it was produced by the composer Stephen Price, who usually works with Edgar Wright some uh, movies yeah, like Baby nice. Driver and World's End. So, very well made, very well sung. So, you know, I love you, Anya. Enjoy, please. I love you. Please, 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 please. <laughs> <laughs> manifest, manifest. I don't know. <laughs> or, if she, or if she prefers, uh, Te Amo Mucho. Te Amo Mucho. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll just be quick. Uh, so the, I'm gonna recommend a show called Betchin. <laughs> it's a really, it's, it's really, really, I mean, I'm gonna recommend both our shows. Screw it. 
Uh, we have two shows ongoing right now. One's called Pasabay, about a couple who falls in love during the pandemic. And at the end of the show, um, or towards the end of the show, um, you know, they begin to wonder if the love was real or if it was just because of the pandemic they were stranded together, that sort of thing. Um, Betsin is about... Uh, Are they like, like online sellers? No, no, no. They meet at the Pasabay. So they both order from the same person. That's how they bond. They, they're not the ones selling. It's yung bumibili. Oh. The, that, that's how they meet each other. That's um, your meet. Yeah, <laughs> when's my meet you gonna happen? Please. Watch Pasabay. Watch it. Get info. I've watched um, so much, so many of these things and I'm still single. So, sa mga nakikinig dyan, joke. Uh, wow, grabe. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Betsin, as I mentioned a while ago, it's a, a girl's love story about two women who um, are on the brink of, brink of a breakup and just, you know, uh, find reasons to stay. And then, you know, I think we can all see where that story is going from there. So, yeah, those are the two stories, the two series that I'll, I'll recommend. Um, I really enjoy them both. Um, for the music of... Man, do I even listen, listen to music anymore? Uh, have we recommended Red Velvet's comeback? We know somebody has, right? We have, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Three weeks okay. so. Recommend reco- it again. That's fine. Yes, I'll recommend it again. Uh, Red Velvet, new so- uh, new finally came back after like two years of not going back with a single, which is like such a painful wait for so many K-pop fans, considering most groups like release four different like songs a year or three at least uh, different songs a year. So yeah, they're back. Uh, it's a great song. Itzy also released a song called uh, Loco. Uh, which sounds like um, Busted from Pinterest. It does. It does sound like Busted, which is <laughs> why it's so good. <laughs> yeah. So there's Speaking a lot of, of like, girl groups, yeah. yeah. Um, I, for, I think I forgot to mention Espa. Espa, um, yeah, exactly. Savage. Savage. Wow. Yeah, Savage. Navis, no, no, no. we love you. Savage. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, there's a lot of great uh, K-pop out right now. Just There's a fantastic playlist on Spotify called K-pop Debak. Uh, which is like in English translates to like K-pop wow and it just has all of like the latest releases in K-pop so if anyone is, who's listening wants to get into K-pop that's probably a good place to start and I think you're, you'd be the best person to talk about The Feels because it, I love that song so much <laughs> yes. The Feels uh, is Twice's one of the, uh, a group I love very much it's actually the 6th anniversary today and it's also my parents' anniversary, so wow. it's just a really big day. So you were really meant, big... you were really meant yeah. to be a once. I know, I know. <laughs> but anyway, so obviously the more important ones, the twice. I'm just kidding, mom, dad, <laughs> happy anniversary. But yeah, twice is uh, anniversary is today as well. Um, and yeah, their latest single is called "The Feels," uh, which is their first full like English album. It's also the first song that they've released that charted on the Billboard charts, and I've heard. A lot of people say that they really like the song, even though they don't like like K-pop. Because it's just so to be honest, as a, yeah, as a K-pop fan, it doesn't sound like a K-pop song. So that's probably why a lot of uh, people who don't necessarily like K-pop uh, enjoy the song. So yeah, listen to the feels. It's also a fantastic song. I was trying not to, to talk about them because I always end up talking for like an extra five minutes when you mention twice. It's fine. But, that's what we're yeah. here for, right? But yeah, so yeah, there's there's twice as well. Um, yeah, there's just so many- and they're coming out with a new album. Yes, October? in November, November. November, November. They're going to have a new album in November, um, which looks really, it just looks so good. They also had a, a Japanese album, a Japanese song released recently. Um, per, called it's on a roll. How many comebacks yeah. have they had this year? Oh, they usually have like, yeah, like six or seven comebacks in a year because they do English, they do Japanese releases as well. 
usually like a month or two after their Korean releases. So they're always coming with stuff. And personally, I, I actually like their Japanese singles more sometimes than the Korean singles. So listen to that uh, also if you're not necessarily a K-pop fan because it doesn't really sound like their the K-pop stuff. So um, yeah. Shout out yes. naman dyan sa Blackpink. It's been a year since your last album. Yeah. I mean... They're, they're rumored... Well, they did, you know, Rosie had a uh, comeback and with, Lisa. with and Lisa. And Lisa. Yeah. La, La Lisa, which... Uh, uh, I don't want to anger the blinks, but I I didn't really like Lisa <laughs> it just it just sounds like I I no I like I like it I like the song I just wish it was like it didn't sound as close to their Blackpink stuff that's that's all I, yeah that's okay. true because Rose's songs are kind of different now. yeah they're pretty yeah. different and yeah Jenny's stuff was also different and I hope Jisoo's stuff whenever that they, why doesn't she, she have has a her K drama coming up that's on true. Disney Plus she does. she does on Disney Plus yeah yeah, yeah. amazing yeah. also and on the TV, probably movie. yeah <laughs> oh interesting yeah. I mean yeah. yeah I mean definitely I, I I feel like they're coming back soon as a group. Before Jisoo yeah, yeah, yeah. solo, there's a lot of rumors. Jesus. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of rumors about them having a comeback. So as yeah, they should. For Blinks, uh, it's your yearly release of Blackpink. Oh. <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun of Blinks. I'm a Blink. It's just it's so painful that <laughs> they only come back once a year. Please. I mean, well, okay. Adele takes like six years. To <laughs> exactly, make a it's true. Right? No, you're right. Yeah, but um, parang parang in K-pop, because it's also yeah. one year is already equivalent to six that's years. That's very Adele long. Time. That's so long. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. But they parang, get to do a lot of other stuff. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, they are influencers aside from just being mm. K-pop artists. So I yeah, guess. they go to a lot more like fashion show. They do a lot of like more independent stuff than I think most yeah. girl groups do. So yeah. Yeah, so that's part of the I guess schedule of Blackpink. Um but happy four four plus one anniversary Blackpink. Um yeah. yeah and that pretty much ends our show for the day. Um of course thanks Paula, Dren and Prunes for being here um on our DC fandom and Celebrity Chica edition episode. Um, and of course, if you're wanting more popcorn, um, go stream our podcast here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you stream your podcasts. Of course, we're also here live on Radio Katipunan every Thursday. Thank you so much to the Radio Katipunan fam for all the support. Um, I know that there's a Marian concert happening at the end of the month. So go check out the Radio Katipunan page for more details on that concert. It's a benefit concert for Christmas um, and uh, there's a beneficiary for that. So um, watching the show would definitely help out a lot of people as well. And with that, we will see you all next time. And thank you so much. Bye. Bye guys. Bye.